All right. Well, hey, here we are. Um, this is Brian Winter with uh, Forever 11. And we are, after a little bit of technical difficulties, um, man, Twitter spaces, you know, I mean, we already know Web3 in general is the, the Wild West, but man, Twitter spaces isn't making it easy for us uh, either. Um, the usual button that we just launch our space with just was completely gone just totally totally vanished but i see that uh my good friend and partner david has uh been able to join us are you with us david yep let's see he is requested to be on so i should probably turn his mic on let's let's try that hey david are you there Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, uh, man. Well, OK, uh, we could probably dedicate uh, an entire Twitter space around how cool and sometimes challenging Twitter spaces can be. But the important thing is we're here, we're live and we're ready to go. And I'm really excited about today's topic. Actually, I'm excited about this whole series of the art of good storytelling and last week we gave a little bit of an overview um just all, all the main parts to a really good story and we we laid that out and and that was just a quick rundown it's plot setting characters point of view and conflict um so the big question is like why are we spending all this time on storytelling well david you and i both know that being able to tell a good story around your art and your artwork is really important. Um, I've seen it, David, I know you've seen it. Not only does it help you sell your art, but it also helps you sell your art at a much higher price. Um, exactly. You, you know, it's, and I can totally understand as an artist, like we put so much time and effort into the piece and into the work itself. But unfortunately, I think what happens with a lot of artists is it's like they are 90% of the way there. Right up to the point of, well, now I got to be able to tell a good story about why this art is significant, why it's special and why anyone should buy my art versus all of the other options that are out there. And it's 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 really frustrating to see artists create awesome art and then be bottlenecked at, at this point in the process. Yeah, I, I agree. And I mean, it, you know, there's a lot of terminology that gets overlapped with, you know, selling yourself, selling your art. But you don't really have to. Uh, that's not essentially what you're doing. That's just kind of a byproduct of what it is that's important. And that's you just telling the story, whether it's your story or the story behind the piece itself. Another term that people use is inspiration. What's the inspiration behind it? And I mean, 99% of the time as an artist, you're going to want to be able to at least provide that post-creation unless, you know, you, your brand, your style, or the piece itself is, you know, completely conceptual and in the sense that it, it is abstract. It has no, 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 uh, no backstory. It's completely left to the interpretation of, of, of the, uh, of the owner or whatnot. And that's fine. But it's, unless it's really one of those instances, you're always going to want to be able to attach some form of story. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. 
So today, with that storytelling piece, what we're focusing on of those five parts to good storytelling, we are focusing on plot today. And um, we do have, um, I just want to give a quick shout out here. We've got uh, Blue to Black nft with us on the space and i just want to say right now hey i see you i see your request and we would love to bring you on um in just a few minutes we're going to cover a little bit about plot here but then would love to see what you think and what your take is so uh hang hang with us here but um regarding plot when i was doing my research for this and i was like oh well what what makes a good plot and the turns out there's ubiquitously um, five key elements to setting up a good plot. And just real quick, those are exposition, rising action, climax, falling action, and resolution. Now, when I first looked at that, it, it really struck me as, um, okay, like, I'm just trying to help our forever 11 community like tell an interesting story about their art and maybe i went too deep on this because they're not necessarily trying to you know tell a deep story like lord of the rings here like maybe this is getting too complex or maybe i'm going too deep or you know whatever but then just when i saw that uh, my good friend and one of our favorite artists here at Forever Eleven, uh, Colin McConnell, sent in an, uh, a video that he recorded as kind of the video about him. So this is like his artist profile video. And Colin is just such a cool dude for a couple of reasons. Um, one, he just does this amazing artwork using duct tape, like the guy just rips duct tape and makes these textured um, pieces of art on canvas that just blow my mind every time I see one. And but what was so amazing is I watched literally this like two and a half minute video and he did it so organically it, that took us all the way through from exposition all the way to resolution and bam, 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 completely illustrated how easy it is to actually hit these five pieces uh, or these five elements to a really good plot. So before I go any further, I would strongly recommend if you are looking to tell a good story about yourself as an artist, uh, go check out Colin McConnell's um, artist profile on forever11.com because you can see what he can do or what somebody can do, anyone you can do in two and a half minutes to tell your story as an artist and have it be cool and really compelling. So a little bit about Colin and I'm going to kind of give you the, um, the recap, the, the summary of his story. But the, what I'm, the way I'm going to do it is I'm just going to walk you through these five pieces and you'll see how quick and easy this goes. So the first element to a good plot is exposition. All exposition is, is the, the background that your viewer needs to know like about you or any context that is going to set up this story. So 
Colin literally starts the video just saying, hi, I'm Colin McConnell, and I'm a visually impaired artist from Detroit, Michigan. Boom. Like, done. Like, it, like that literally was like, oh, so he's a visually impaired art. Oh, and I think he mentions, and, and, and my, you know, medium of art is, you know, duct tape or something. Like so he just, boom, it was like one sentence, and he completely just covers exposition, just gives us a little bit of background of that we need to know to go forward. Next is rising action. And all rising action is, is these are the moments in your story that are leading up to the climax. And his story is, as an artist, he's really telling us how we got into um, working with duct tape as a medium for art. Because as far as I know, he's the only person I've ever seen uh, like do that. Um and he explains, hey, I was, you know, in my shop one day and I wanted to, I just felt inspired. I wanted to do this painting of Jay Dilla. And I went around my shop looking for some black and red paint, you know, and I, he's like, I already had a canvas, but I apparently I was out or I didn't have any or whatever. But I did find some black and red duct tape. And I thought, hmm, I wonder if I could use this boom there's your rising action all he was doing is telling us hey i had this idea i wonder if i could do a painting using duct tape okay so now we're moving into the climax which is basically um okay the the turning point in the story and you can kind of already see from the rising action where this is going like okay this dude is going to try to rip duct tape to make a piece of art. How's that going to go? Right. That's exactly where we're at in this, in this story. And so that's the, that's the climax right there. Colin is starting to rip duct tape and make this painting. Is this going to work? Is this going to be success or is this going to be epic failure? Well, okay. In this context, you can probably guess it's going to work or he wouldn't be on forever 11 <laughs> telling his story about, Hey, check out uh, my, my duct tape art, but you know, spoiler alert. Yes, it works super successful. It's amazing. I already told you that in the beginning anyways, but the last two items are falling action and resolution. And these are still important. Like don't, don't leave these out and, and you'll see why when I cover them. Following action is, all right, we'll start wrapping up this story. Okay, so you start ripping this duct tape. It, you, you start, you know, getting, getting into the mojo here. It's starting to come together. It's starting to look really cool. So, okay, you created this really cool piece. Is, is that just it? From there, Colin goes into talking about how he reached out to Jay Dilla and said, hey, look, man, I made this really cool piece of art of you uh, made out of this duct tape. You know, I just thought I'd like share it with you. Turns into he's like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. And, and Colin is offering to, you know, just give it to him. And he's like, yeah, I would totally love to have that. Let's meet up. They meet up and have lunch in Detroit. Jay Dilla brings his mom. So he gets to like meet his mom over lunch and 
learn all these cool background stories of him growing up and all this stuff. And you're just like, whoa, holy cow. Like, what an amazing outcome that all started with, crap, I don't have any paint, but I got these two rolls of duct tape. I wonder if I could make something work with it. And it turns into this amazing story, right? And then the final piece is resolution, which is simply, you know, we we often think of storytelling, um, you know, m- many fairy tales end with the common, and they lived happily ever after. Well, that's all resolution is, is, okay, so now that we kind of know all the parts of the story, well, like, what happens next to these, for these characters? And Colin easily launches into that and says, so after the success with my first piece, the Jay Dilla piece, um, I showed some friends, a couple of pictures, and all of a sudden I'm getting all of these requests to do portraits of, of, of people and their family members and their pets. And then I start doing some other artists and then I get hired by this, uh, company that's hosting this conference um out in california and they say hey can we fly you out and have you do a live duct tape piece like in the the foyer the entrance of this big conference and then we're going to auction it off and he's like uh yeah sure you know and then even he includes and now i'm taking all of this awesome work and i'm sharing it with the forever 11 platform and now I'm turning this stuff into NFTs and I'm so excited about being able to continue forward, like with this journey. And he does all of this in two and a half minutes. Um, hell, it took me three times as long just to explain to you like the, 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 the two and a half minutes that, that Colin could so succinctly do it. But I encourage you to go watch the video and you'll see just, like how amazing it is. And then after watching that, like, I mean, you can tell me if I'm wrong, but most people that watch that are like, wow, this is amazing. Like now that I know this visually impaired guy can do this amazing stuff, ripping duct tape. And it all started with just this crazy ass experiment that now totally worked. Like, wow. Now, now I want to own this art even more. And that is our goal for you is to you is is for for you you being fellow artists out there to learn how easy it is and use this example that Colin gives us and see how easy it is to just if you can cover these basic elements tell us your story and i i think you'll see how and why people will be way more interested in your art beyond just like oh hey like that's a really cool piece so, all right, brother David, I need you to like say anything because I'm even getting bored of my own voice. That was a very long monologue there. <laughs> no, I mean, it was a thorough breakdown. You know, it was a good breakdown. I definitely want to hear our, our, our man of the hours uh, mm-hmm. take and input on what you said as well. I mean, when you, you went through every point, I'm going through all the movies in my head uh, in terms of how to correlate plot or whatnot. Uh, and I'm starting to think of, movies that had great endings, terrible endings or whatnot. So it's, uh, it's always interesting to correlate it with things that are outside of, of the topic, but directly related. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'll hand the mic over to our man here. Well, actually, you know, um, blue to black had a, um, uh, did request to speak and is now just in listener mode and which is 
totally cool because that just tells me that, um, Hey, we were able to, you know, hopefully answer any questions that, uh, they may have had gotcha. and, and, and cover that. So yeah, no, it's, it's like, it's all good. So gotcha. Gotcha. So if I could just explain yeah, that real it. quick is, um, what I want to do is, or what I want the series to accomplish per se is that definitely give it a thorough breakdown level by level bird's eye, and then dive deep into the weeds of, of, of how storytelling, you know, fits into the process of, you know, taking your art and sharing it with the world. Um, and then how that sort of ties into marketing or whatnot. And what, what I want everyone who's listening to this now or in the future is to get a, uh, a better understanding of how it is that we're going to be able, and, and by we, I mean, you know, obviously Forever 11, to be able to sort of streamline and consolidate this process for them and offer them, you know, both the support and the resources they need to be able to leverage these things that do allow, you know, other artists, some artists, these artists, those artists to see different levels of success with bringing forth their art to the world and to the community because it's, it's, it's an unfortunate aspect of it, but being great at what you do or what you create is not always necessarily enough to get it into the viewers hands or eyes or top of mind that would love to be able to have it. So the hard part is done being a creative, being an artist, creating the work, uh, the easy part, uh, or the part that should not be a barrier for artists is being able to present that, market it, process it, tell the story, uh, add that tangible substance that holders, traders, collectors, buyers can appreciate to better make informed decisions. And, and that's what, you know, Forever 11 is going to be able to help facilitate. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm glad you mentioned that, David, because really it is truly our desire to use our expertise in marketing and 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 education because um i have a long background in education as a high school teacher and it's it, it's my goal and desire to use your amazing marketing talent and a little bit of what i know to educate in education to try to break this down in a simple set of you know both explanations teachings and really even uh, some some tools. Um, my wife, Susan, like her God-given talent is making amazing curriculum. And, you know, I know she'll be able to come alongside us on this project and, you know, help us pull together like some easy, uh, I don't want to say templates, that's not the right word, you know, kind of uh, infographics or forms to kind of help easily guide like this process and yeah you kind of kind of like yeah, yeah. Uh, edu type exactly. content that's consumable and, and 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 yeah absolutely and another thing i have been playing around with is incorporating and in, in, like okay this is an art form and sometimes this could be a dirty word in in, in the the art world right now but incorporating ai and I, I say that we, we've touched on it a little bit before, and I know we're going to be touching on it more and more um, as time goes on. But I have been playing around more and more with AI, not to, um, you know, 
fabricate something that isn't real or, you know, to, to, to try to, you know, be disingenuous in any way. But what I'm finding is that where the AI can be amazingly powerful is for me to kind of play around with just doing a mind dump of like, well, like, Hey, these are all the important things. Like, I know I want to fit into this, but how, how do I organize this? How do I write it? It's kind of like, like the dirty part of the writing process. Like if I take myself back to middle school that I was like, ah, oh, this is why I hate writing. I mean, I kind of know what I want to say, but there's a blinking cursor on the screen and I don't know what to, how to even start this. I wish I could just have a conversation with my teacher and just say, Hey, look, this is really what I want to say in this topic, you know, but what AI, what I'm finding is AI can do a pretty good first approach at helping me get that mind dump out, maybe kind of organize it a little bit. And then I don't have to just leave it at there. I can go back and say, Hey, wow, this got me 80%, maybe 90% of the way there. And now I can kind of like tweak it. And this is, much uh lighter weight than you know restarting a first sentence on you know a blank google doc like 11 times you know <laughs> so um we, you know so we're going to break all of that down and 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 have all of those really good suggestions of how you can go about doing storytelling and keeping it lightweight but then ending up with a really, really quality product that is going to attract people to your art. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, Oh, okay. Um, well, hang on a second. Yep. Uh, I'm going to bring Susan in. (laughs) Oh, we were just talking about my, uh, wonderful curriculum creator wife. I'm bringing her on. She, she's got some, she's got some words for us. All right, Susan. Uh, Hey, I do have to say that was kind of cool there, being that you're my wife and I have control over turning your mic on and off. Uh, But anyway, go for it. What what, what do you got? Hey, Susan, um, there you go. You're now you're unmuted. Okay, go ahead. Okay, sorry. I'm going crazy here because, uh, first of all, thank you for the nice compliment about the curriculum. But we actually went through the plot diagram to create the questions that we um, have created for our artists. So the artists simply just need to answer those questions. Of course, you know, Colin has just told his story naturally, and that's fine. You know, artists have the freedom to do that, too. But that uh, uncomfortable piece that you were describing with writing, what that is, is When we need to write something, we first have to decide what we want to say before we can decide how to say it. Mm, mm -hmm. And our English teachers aren't breaking that distinction down for us. So what ends up happening is we're staring at a screen or a page and our mind is constantly looping through. I want to say this. How do I say it? I want to say this one, you know, and can't pick a lane to just move forward. So by providing the questions to artists, they can just focus on what they want to say and then we can help them figure out how to pull it together in a way that will flow as a nice uh, natural um, plot or along the plot diagram very naturally. Right. Excellent. You know, and, and to just kind of explain a little bit further for our listeners, what Susan's referring to is when you 
go to come and join uh, Forever 11 as an artist and join our platform, which really just means you're kind of coming into the Forever 11 family, getting access to all of our great um, learning materials that we're kind of been talking about throughout this space. And then also sharing a couple pieces of your art so that we can get you recognized through our um, NFT minting process and get you paid real dollars for that art. And even from there, help you, you know, take it even further if you want by launching your own NFT collection and really taking your art to the moon, so to speak. But what Susan's referring to is one of the first steps when you um, come on board as an artist is you complete uh, this little questionnaire profile questionnaire here. And the questions that we ask you, I'm looking at them right now is simply, you know, what, like, what is your origin story as an artist? You know, what has happened in your journey as an artist since your origin experience and so forth and so on, you know, what is your creative process? Now in those questions that I'm reading to you, those are high level questions that at first glance, you might think, oh, my origin story. Well, what is that? Well, no, no, no. How we, get, how we help you get through that is we actually break it down into even smaller bites. So really the questions you're asking, or I'm sorry, you're answering are things like, when did you first discover your artistic talent or that you had an interest in art? Just tell us about that. You know, how did that discovery happen? Um, how, how did that discovery impact you? And these are all really small little, like you can, in some instances, it might be one, two or three words, or it might be one, two or three sentences, or it might be one to three paragraphs, but you give us all that information. And then that is the beauty of this is that we're going to help you help guide you and distill that down. So you end up having that really amazing story that, that people are, you know, find gripping and are just you know, uh, like attached to you and your story as an artist. And so I'm so glad that Susan brought that up because that's a great example of how we are really breaking this process down for you and just making it like little bite-sized pieces that are easy to handle. Excellent. Well, thank you for opening the mic so I could share. I was out of breath or was out of breath because I'm out in the yard, I don't know if you saw me waving and screaming. Yeah, I did. Because you're making it sound so challenging for the artist. Like, we've already done this for them. But thank you. Yeah, well, well, that's and that's why, um, everyone, that's why this whole Forever 11 endeavor uh, really requires a team effort. Um, because we all, we've got this amazing team that all have unique and special talents. And that's what's making this project, honestly, so um, fun to be a part of, but also successful is just that we've got this awesome team that all have different levels of expertise, or, or I should say different types of expertise. And we're, it's all just melding together really nicely to ultimately make this a great experience for the artist and our, the collectors that are going to be engaging and purchasing and enjoying this NFT art. So. Absolutely. I can attest that what's being built here. Uh, there's really nothing out there like it as of yet. So it's going to be a very unique sort of cornerstone within 
the Web3 community and, and ecosystem. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm excited for the community that's going to be uh, being able to take you know advantage of, of, of everything that we're going to have to offer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, well, there you go. That's plot. Um, coming up in just a couple of days, this coming uh, Thursday, we are going to be moving on to part three and we're going to um, of the art of good storytelling. And that part three is going to be setting. And so we're going to talk about um, what that means and how to appropriately tackle setting. But um, and then we'll keep this keep this train moving, too. So thank you, Susan and David and all of our listeners here. We really appreciate you all. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Take care, everybody. Thank you. Bye-bye. Take care.